0: Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm Joel Cunningham, and I'm here with... Matt Hay. Matt Hay. How you doing, Matt?
1: Doing awesome. How yeah. about you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing really good. I'm actually really glad we're here and we're getting this recording done. Yeah. Yeah, so we had some power troubles the last... It's been ridiculous. <laughs> it <been> ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of you know we just announced we're going to be doing a bit of a style change for our show, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but <laughs> we're going to be doing a style change where we kind of release content over the next couple days or over the course of a week versus just one giant chunk of show. And <laughs> so we were planning on doing this, and we got done with the first recording on Monday... Yeah, and then right after that happened the power went out basically multiple times multiple times we lost multiple recordings of the show (laughs) which was so painful but uh it's working now we are here we're getting this recording done we're so happy yes yes and excited to be doing that so uh welcome to the real review basically this show in particular what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going going over some coming soon films that are going to be releasing within the next few days or so or because we're recording this today uh Today and tomorrow, pretty much a lot of them came out last night at you know midnight or so. Right. And uh, basically discussing some film news. Is that right, Matt?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So um, let's just get right into it. How does that sound, Matt? Yeah. Let's dive in. Cool. So, what is our first film to discuss?
1: So opening uh, today, actually. Yes. Let's just go with that. Uh, one of our uh, films that we're going to be talking about is the Great Wall. Mm-hmm. So. The Great Wall, just so you have an idea, kind of the, if you haven't seen trailers for it, it's a European, (laughs) so European mercenaries searching for black powder become embroiled in the defense of the Great Wall of China against a horde of monstrous creatures, which I guess is entirely historically accurate.
0: It's 100%.
1: Right, that really happened. I think
0: they actually quoted it as being 105% historically
1: okay, accurate. Okay, so it's Quarterly better life. than real life. It's better than real life. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they somehow knew that Matt Damon... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, the thing I will say about this film just at the get-go is this is obviously what... They're trying to make this the biggest thing ever. I mean, they've been putting so much money into advertising and getting trailers out and getting a bunch of people just knowing about this film coming out. But right. um, Matt, what are your initial thoughts going into this film?
1: Um, I'm... I'm... <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of feeling uh... You know, mediocre about it. I'm, I'm mm. really I was really never looking forward to this yeah. film. Um I, I do like the the talent involved, uh everything from the director, which I'm sorry about your name, Yamao Zhang. I think that's right. Um he yeah. did he did Hero though, uh which is good. It's a great film, yeah. Um and then Matt Damon, obviously you have uh William Defoe and then some other people I can't pronounce their names and I'm entirely <laughs> sorry for that. Yeah. But I mean you think about you think about Matt Damon first and foremost, and you're like, that guy can get people in the theater. You know, Absolutely, that guy can yeah. get people in the seats, and in generally, if you have put his face on a poster, okay, great. But even with that aspect, watching the trailer for this, I am just not excited for it. And and I, I don't know if a big aspect of it is I feel like the CG in it looks like a bunch mm-hmm. of just you know video game cutscenes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that will translate maybe it'll look better in the theater yeah that's quite possible I I
0: agree with what you're saying though it definitely doesn't look like it's the best quality which is strange considering how big this budget is and how big this you know every this production looks like it is
1: considering how great Hero oh yeah you know yeah
0: well I think the thing that they did so well with Hero that made it work is that they really tried not to... They use CG and they use visual effects as a way to tell the story in an artistic way and right. show a deeper, you know, understanding. It was almost like, we're going to tell this story. And I would say even... And I would argue that there were a couple shots, I mean, especially like with the arrows and everything like that, where it did look a little fake. It did look a little kind of cheesy in and, and Hero. But it was metaphorical and it was being told as a story. So right. it kind of... You understand that it's not going to look perfect. yeah. You
1: know? So I'm just kind of feeling mad about it. I mean, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, you've seen the trailers,
0: yeah. I am feeling pretty mad about it as well. I I do like the director. I like him a lot, and I think his cinematographer. The, the funny thing about this film is he's got two cinematographers that are kind of signed on board. Hmm. You know, you've got um, Zat. Oh man, Zouting <laughs> Zao. We love you, man. Uh, yeah, we love you. Great great <laughs> work that this guy's done. And then we've got the other cinematographer, which is an American guy. Um, he's Stuart uh, Dryberg, and he's done a couple really good films i mean he did the secret life of walter Mitty. he yeah. did analyze this and so visually it it looks like it's going to be good but it looks like the cinematography and the cg as you're saying more fits the style of setting up the action right. which i think is never a good way to approach this the the action should happen in a very um how do i explain this in a very real sense it needs to come across as like the action is happening on screen and you've got a visual style that fits it, but the camera shouldn't serve as basically a means to just show action sequences as they're happening. Like there's a shot in the trailer where I think, you know, one of the guys, Matt Damon or something, shoots an arrow and the the, the camera like follows the arrow kind of over and across and then hits one of the monster things on the other side of the wall. Right. And yeah, it kind of feels cool, but it also feels very cheesy. It reminds and me it, of
1: Lord of the Rings, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of,
0: it, it can work at times, but when you're basically setting everything up to to just kind of show action happening then i think it cheapens it you know the camera should be more of a one of two things it either needs to be kind of like an like a participant in the action or it needs to be kind of showing you what's going on and giving you a visual style into what's happening and this feels very much like a, a a weird mix between the two and then i think the other thing that i felt about this film that was kind of strange is that it Obviously, in America, we, we know about the Great Wall, but we don't know a lot about the Great Wall. It's not a huge part of our culture. It's not right, a huge right. part of what we know. But I know over the last couple of years, there's been this huge push from China to actually move into Hollywood and move into LA yeah. and bring a lot of, I mean, just ownership into that. They're the second
1: don't. biggest market for movies in the and world. And they are now, yes, the yeah. second,
0: second biggest market. And so it feels like a lot of times what happens is, you know, we'll create films in America, that we then create alternate versions of like a lot of the Marvel films and stuff like that. that We'll create alternate scenes and alternate takes that use Mm. sort of a Chinese style uh, mindset and verbiage and ideas to release a different version in a Chinese market right. and really appeal to both sides of the audience and both sides of the ocean if you will yeah and with this film it almost feels like they're making a Chinese film that they're like trying to fit into like rotoscope into an American audience mindset by like including Matt Damon including William Dafoe yeah it it just makes no sense and maybe they'll have a great idea for it in the film but it just makes no sense why those two guys are in there yeah it's the Great Wall it's China it's obviously you know a completely different you know time period mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense why these people from America would be over there doing their thing so I don't know we'll make sense of it maybe in the script they'll make sense of it but I, my overall sense of this and i'll give like kind of a rating on a one to ten of excitement level yeah Does that work yeah let's do it. um kind of like a maybe a six
1: five or six i would give you? it a five also if i were to call five something i would call it the
0: meh <laughs> the math rating. yeah kind of yeah. Like indifferent <laughs> yeah i'm probably rated right about a math as yeah. well so <laughs> yeah so there you go all right um well then let's move on to our next film
1: yes what else is opening today joel
0: Yes, so we have a film that we've talked about on the podcast. Um, it's a film called "A Cure for Wellness."
1: All right. Yes, and so uh, do you want to talk about that one? Yeah, I'll talk about this. I'll, I'll kind of throw this one here. So, "A Cure for Wellness," uh, latest from Gore Verbinski. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ambitious uh, young executive is sent to retrieve his company, uh, company CEO, from an idyllic but mysterious wellness center at a remote location. In the Swiss Alps, but soon suspects that the spa's miraculous treatments are not what they seem. Now, this movie is also starring uh, Dane DeHaan, uh, Jason Isaacs, Samia Goth, uh, among others. But um, first off, Dane DeHaan, I really like him. I feel like um, he hasn't had an opportunity to shine since uh, Chronicle mm-hmm. um, and just maybe the roles that he's choosing. I'm not sure if it's working out because this. I didn't like him in Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, and I don't know if something about Valerian coming up isn't really rubbing me the right way, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I really think he's a talented actor and I, I would love to see him shine in something. And um, we've talked about this movie before and mm-hmm. it definitely has, and it still has, especially after talking about that Super Bowl spot, it still has that, that um, for me anyways, that Shutter Island feel. yeah. Like here's this institution, but everything is not as it seems, you yeah, know. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I feel like it could it could be good. It could be trying to bite off way more than it can chew, and trying to be smarter than you want it to be. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm a, a little bit a little bit excited to see something from this, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm a little bit excited. I'm I'm seeing now a lot of the ratings that are starting to come in. It's rating it pretty low. I think here on IMDb, it's got about a 6.3 out of 10, which is pretty low for most films on IMDb. And I I would also agree that I do like Dane DeHaan. I think as an actor, he has yet to kind of take on a role that I really feel like does well for him. You He was in the Amazing Spider-Man movie, and that didn't do very well, unfortunately. Um, But I felt like he did a good job in Chronicle. I thought he did a great job. I think that's probably the best film for... Me seeing him in that, I that I thought like really fit him, and he did a really good yeah, job. Yeah, same with. here. And I think that movie actually, if anything, kind of didn't utilize him enough and didn't push him far enough as yeah. far as like the actual script goes. But I, th- there's a couple things about this film that are starting to concern me a little bit. One, um, you know, I didn't, I just looked into this a bit more, and you've got the cinematographer, which is Bohan Bazeli, and he has worked on. A lot of films, he's competent at what he does, but none of these films look like they do what it is that they're trying to do with this film, which is trying to make this kind of artistic, deeper, metaphorical type style of shooting that things are more than what they seem. Right. His films are like The Ring, Lone Ranger, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which are, I mean, Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Lone Ranger are great for action and showing the action. He did a very good job with those films except um, I'm not (laughs) excluding Lone Ranger, (laughs) but at least with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, how about that? And The Ring as well, you know? But this is a film that I think cries out for sort of a deeper style with the visuals. And one of the things that, might have fallen short is that so we haven't seen that yet but then additionally it just looks like a big part of this is really going to be in the story and i'd say that even with the advertising it's been a little bit like i've been getting a mixed message of what exactly they're trying to do is it a horror film is it a psychological thriller is it an action film what is it a drama it just and it's felt more like they're pushing towards horror and kind of suspense right but at the same time i still just don't know you know and if that's translated well into i'm sorry 6.7 out of 10. So it's a little bit higher than I thought. Yeah, but if that's translated into the film as well, that there was kind of this unknown sense of tone in what direction they're going in, then that could be a problem. And then additionally, it's two and a half hours long. Right. That's just crazy to me. (laughs) I mean, I don't understand (laughs) why they made it that long. It's like maybe they should have made two films or something like that. So on a scale of one to 10... Matt, what are your uh, feelings on this one? A
1: little more. A little above a meh, I'd say a six. Yeah. That's what I that's what I would rate my um, excited levels, yeah I guess.
0: I, I so I do applaud them it looks like they're doing something, they're trying to do something that is a little bit different. Right. This doesn't feel like it's coming from like a bunch of other stuff that's already out there. So I give them some credit for that. Um where it felt like, you know, Great Wall is a lot more pandering. Right. It, felt, it feels like this, they're trying to do something novel. So I do, I would like to rank it a little higher. I'd probably give it around a 5.5 or a 6. Cool. Out of 10. Um. Any other thoughts to cover?
1: No, that's it. I just, I hope it's, I hope it's something different, something special maybe, you know, but... Uh, You're right. (laughs) The early reviews aren't awesome. So (laughs) we'll just see. We'll just see.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: All right, Joel. So what is the next movie coming out today?
0: Yeah. So the next film we're going to be talking about is a comedy um, and it's called Fist Fight. And it is basically about, and we talked about this film as well, Matt, but uh, it's when one school teacher gets the other fired, he is challenged to an after school fight. Yeah. Which is kind of the only description. Straightforward, straight exactly, straight description that you need for it. So it stars Ice Cube, Charlie Day, and Tracy Morgan, as well as a couple other actors and actresses. Uh, Julian Bell, I believe, is the leading female actress in that as well. And it's getting some interesting reviews. It's not getting great reviews, but it's. Um, it's about a six point one out of ten on IMDb now. I'm not sure what the Rotten Tomato score is, and I would say overall, this film struck me as, okay, yeah, that's an R-rated right. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that there's anything about this that's really trying to shout out to be surprising um, or anything different than really what it what what it's portraying itself to be, which is basically a up for um, crazy action, stupid crazy, stupid action kind of stuff, (laughs) really, you know, a lot of foul language and cursing and dialogue. And um, the one thing I will say about this and the one thing that does have me a little bit excited is Charlie Day. I'm actually a big fan of his. I really like him. And a lot of the projects that I've seen him in, I thought he was hilarious. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And I think a lot of people recognized him as kind of like this upcoming sort of actor. I don't know if he's quite at lead role material yet, Mm -hmm. which is where this film looks like it's putting him. Yeah. We'll see if he's able to. I mean, if he's going to take on a lead role in any type of film, I guess this would be one that kind of more naturally progresses at everything. But I thought he was great in Horrible Bosses, at least the first one. Uh, I thought he was also, you know, we talked about this uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. I thought he was actually really good in Pacific Rim, which yeah. some people found him annoying. And I think it's funny. There is a funniness to the fact that it's Ice Cube. You know, in yep. Charlie Day, who yep. who are obviously and they're doing this on purpose. But obviously, you've got this one guy that's kind of this nervous, twitchy kind of like oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure yeah. myself person. <laughs> and then you've got the polar opposite, which is probably Ice Cube. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, at the three fourths the way through the film, we find out that Ice Cube is actually like got this heart and he's really a good guy. Yeah, that's probably you know, how it will. That's probably actually. how it'll. But you know, and that's. But at the same time, like I said, this isn't. The film is not really about trying to surprise you. It's really just trying to set everything up for these really silly, kind of funny, ac- you know, action and you know, witty kind of back and forth, although witty, I use that loosely. Right. Yeah, so it's being directed by Richard, uh, Richie Keene, and he really hasn't done a lot of films, pretty much any films from what I can recognize. Um, He's directed a lot of television. He did do It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so I'm guessing that's where he's got a lot of his connections to Charlie from, and, you know, he did the Goldbergs, and he did the Comedians and Sirens and Shameless. He did an episode of that, and so he's got some acting kind of chops, but a lot of that sometimes can be difficult when you move into you know, from television into film because they're a different medium. They require a different progression overall. Yeah. And then additionally, you know, the writer behind this is a guy named uh, Van Robichow. I hope that's being pronounced correctly. But um, he really does not have a whole lot of writing credit to his name. So I'm guessing this is kind of a tryout for a lot of them. I, I know he's working on the announced Wedding Crashers 2 film. Okay. Um, also Sonic the Hedgehog hey. <laughs> film, which, you know... Wow. Just come on. It's it's amazing to me. And I'm, I'm going to get a bit of a side trail here, but they've been trying so hard to make a film that is a good video game film. Why would you ever think that Sonic the Hedgehog would be the, I mean, that's one of the video games, maybe because it's doing so poorly, the video game itself and people just hate the video games now. Maybe yeah, they think I don't that know. it could be It a, was
1: know. awesome back in the Sega days though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was
0: legit. But then, you know, they started making all these horrible, just yep. awful games. <laughs> so I don't know. But anyway, what what are your thoughts on this this movie, Matt?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot um, of expectation going into this it's yeah. not something that I feel like I want to race out to go see yeah. um, I do love Charlie Day though he just yeah. has that kind of like manic like energy about him mm-hmm. that but he, he's not like it's not over the top a lot of times it can be endearing you know, mm-hmm. kind of have that uh, quality and I think that combination makes him something someone that you can root for but also like kind of have fun with he's a funny guy um, yeah you mentioned Pacific Rim I liked him in it <laughs> but um, uh, yeah for the most part I don't I don't so one thing with comedies and, in these types of comedies where, you know, the rated R comedies, they, they, I've seen a lot of them where they tend to, to make it more than what it is. And yeah. in, in that, um, realm, when they try and do that, they make them really long yeah, and a lot longer than they need to be. Yeah. And one thing that I feel like this film has going for it is that it is coming in at like a brisk hour and a half. Yeah. Um, it's 90 minutes, like 91 minutes or something like that. And, uh, I think that's uh, it's, that's what you have to do with this yeah. kind of thing. Kind of a quick in and out. You don't want to be lingering on these things too long, you know, <laughs> yeah. just because it's going to, you're going to get bored and people are going to be like, all right, enough. Okay, I've seen yeah. this, you know. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the good things that has going for it. But other than that, um, just kind of medium anticipation for this. Not yeah. Not super pumped, but.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is one of those films that you could very easily just very easily just wait and watch online when it comes out. I mean we'll probably one of us will probably still end up seeing it. Right. But it's it seems like one of those films you kinda know what you're getting as soon as you get into it. Yeah. If you want a film that's gonna have some silly kind of, you know, gross out potentially humor and crazy kind of hijinks and action and, and an R rated version of that, then this is the film for you. So Yeah. Yeah. Scale one to ten, Matt, what do you think?
1: Uh I would give it I would say I would give it a four, just because there's still um kind of an embargo going on here mm-hmm. on the reviews <laughs> yeah that's
0: fair <laughs> and enough. so and yeah. it's
1: supposed to be coming out now so yeah I don't know what that's about but um, anyways I, w- I would say a four cool
0: I'd probably give it uh, yeah, probably like a 3.5 okay yeah I, I I really think the only thing that's super exciting to this to me about this film is Charlie you yeah. know, if you weren't in it, then I would actually have no real no interest no right? interest in seeing it. So, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes when it comes out. We shall see. Awesome. So here at the end, uh, before we finish things up, um, we got a couple different news items, right, that we wanted to get to to talk about real quick.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, we we have talked about this previously too. There's been a lot of news lately about uh, the the Batman, the standalone Batman movie that Ben Affleck mm-hmm. um, has was initially. Uh, you know, supposed to direct, yeah. write, and star in. Yeah. Um, now that's obviously that landscape is changing quite a bit. Um, but right now, with with Ben Affleck stepping down from being the director, mm-hmm. stepping down or being pushed away, we don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. Matt Reeves is actually in talks to direct the new Batman film. Um, now, Matt Reeves is he's. He's relatively new when it comes to the directing scene. As far as feature films, one of his first big ones was Cloverfield, which I know we differ on this, but I really liked the first Cloverfield movie. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, more recently he did the sequel to the Rise of the Planet Apes, which is Dawn of the Planet of Apes, and uh, he's his most recent film coming out in the next couple months is The War of the Plan War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So um I and I really like what he did. The visual flair, especially this the dark grittiness of that second apes movie yeah. and what's looking like in this third one coming out. Uh, I think that's what the Batman needs. Mm. And um, I think, I mean, he's not like the top of the list for a lot of people. (laughs) Like when you think, oh, who do you want to direct the new Batman movie? You're like, Matt Reeves. No, people don't typically say something like that. Yeah. But I think there's potential there. This could be his, you know, his his project that really launches him, you know?
0: Yeah, I think... So I, I'm not super excited about Matt Reeves. You know, seeing him potentially get on board doesn't make me go like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited right, now. Right. Um, I do think, I agree with you in the sense that this could be an opportunity for him to really show his chops yep. and really show what he's capable of as a director. When I look at the films that he has been a part of, you know, we do have sort of differing opinions on uh, Cloverfield. Right. I, I was not a huge fan of Cloverfield. <laughs> um, I, I, I haven't seen Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I did see Let Me In, which is sort of a... an Americanized remake, if you will, of the film, Let the Right One In. I actually like both of them. Okay. So (laughs) so I I like Let the Right One In better. Yeah. I thought that was more, I think it fit the topic better and it had more of an interesting style and a more emotive feel to it. And what it felt like he was doing was trying to Americanize it. And I really didn't enjoy that. (laughs) So, and again, I haven't seen Dawn of the Planet Eats or anything like that. I, I feel like, there is a depth to him that he doesn't really. I, I think the big thing about Matt that I would like to see is I would like to see him going deeper. And the thing that we got with, you know, the Christopher Nolan Batman series was this not just action, but solid action that had a point to it, had a purpose to it. There was real. to what people were trying to accomplish and where they were going and there was complex, you know, reasons behind, you know, even the Joker and Batman being on the two sides of, you know, chaos versus order, you know, and the fight that they had. And I haven't seen him go that deep with something yet.
1: Dawn is pretty deep.
0: Okay, so I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I'll have to give you the benefit of the doubt on that. I would say maybe, you know, Let Me In could have been, but again, that's sort of a remake of another film and it felt like he took some of the depth out of it yeah. and made it more American by making it more Americanized. So I'll have to try and check that out. I'm going to leave this one on kind of like a, okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, we'll yeah, see. we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about it, but, um, that does bring me to the next little news item I wanted to talk about. And, yes. um, um, it's the Avengers feature trailer mm-hmm. that dropped, uh, yeah. for the new infinity war, uh, movie that comes out next year that started production this year. Yes. Um, and what's interesting about it too is they're actually shooting two movies back to back. They're actually going to be on set for like nine months <laughs> which is pretty crazy to me yeah. that you just kind of set everything aside and that's what you yeah, work on. to be a
0: part of that production coordinating and managing that would just be insane. That'd be craziness. Yeah.
1: And um, so here's the thing. The video they put out is a bunch of like montage clips of all the Infinity Stones uh, from the previous films and kind of how they're all coming together. It shows uh, the, the gauntlet, the Infinity Gauntlet um, and then it it goes in and you see Thanos and his whole thing. And, and cause really Thanos is through other interviews is what we've heard from Kevin Feige is that he's going to be like one of the main dudes. And this is finally what, this is what everything's been pointing towards. This yeah. whole yeah. cinematic universe is pointing towards these two films. And, um, It was really cool. There's not a lot to it. They show, like, the day one, like, on set picture, and it's, like, kind of like this destruction set, but you have Tom Holland, Mm -hmm. you have uh, Robert Downey Jr., and you have Chris Pratt all in their respective, you know, like, outfits and whatever, like, and you're, like, you're looking like, man, this is really cool. Now, typically, these featurettes don't make me, like, really excited, but it was just kind of, like, a culmination of seeing all all these people together, like, this is actually happening. This is... (laughs) This is pretty cool. I'm excited to see how this is going to play out. You know, uh, I mean, that's my initial take. I mean, what what are your thoughts on it?
0: I'm still really excited about the film. I think it's really cool in a way. It's almost historical to be able to be at this point where we've seen these years of films that have all been leading up to this point where we're going to see these, you know, one part, two part films come out. And it's really cool because I think it warrants it and it deserves it. Yeah. Whereas with any other series that they've kind of been building and building and building, it doesn't necessarily have the warrant for this well, type of they've thing. earned it for right? sure. Exactly. They've done really good projects. They've done yeah. really good films. They've done some that are maybe not amazing, but are still good. Yeah. Competent, you know, yep. films. And so it's really, I can get behind this and I can get really excited and say like, yeah, I really see, I want to see where this story goes. And additionally, if you're familiar with the whole Marvel infinity war saga, I mean, it's just such an Epic story. It yeah. really is. And it just, it could be, propose and allow for some really crazy stuff to just happen with the gauntlet and thanos and all this other stuff so you know death's involved and if yeah (laughs) right death is a part of it so we'll see where they go with it and what they want to do i think the one thing that i got from that you know talking about uh kevin feige the the one thing that he did do and said that i was like oh light bulb moment um he talked about how they made civil war and civil in this controversial. This here. is where we're yeah. This is where we differ. Opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was not a huge fan of Civil War. I, I love Civil War. <laughs> I like the idea that was behind Civil War, which is to put the characters kind of fighting each other. But I didn't feel like they set it up well enough. I didn't feel like it made realistic sense for why each of the characters made the decision that they did, and it sure. felt like just kind of silly a little bit at times for me because of that. But it made sense because what he said in that video in the featurette was, you know, we made Civil War as a setup for this these films and as a setup film, I can completely understand that in Civil War. But as a, just a standalone film, it really never felt good to me. It never felt competent. It never felt like they were doing something that needed to be done and mm-hmm. was important to the overall story. It really just felt like they were trying to get to this series of films. And right. so it was eye-opening. And I was like, oh, hey, all right. <laughs> well, so it doesn't doesn't necessarily make the film any better, but it does at least redeem it. I think maybe a little bit in my mind that if we had to go through that to get to these two films, right. then I'm okay with it. Right. Yeah. No, that's so, totally cool. Cool. So that's all, Matt. Anything else? no that's it alright well that is going to wrap things up then for our coming soon and news segment and we would love to hear from you if you had any thoughts on any of the, the coming soon films if you get a chance to see them and want to tell us about it if you uh, had any thoughts on the news as well we would love to hear from you and you can get and contact us by email at real review media at gmail dot com you can also check out our facebook which is facebook dot com slash real review media which is of course spelled r e e l and we have a website you can get signed up on our newsletter there which is real media dot com so uh, that is all for now and thank you guys for listening we'll be coming back to you soon with more coming soon stuff it's been real
1: it's been real